Today is Friday, September 2nd, 2022. We are into September now and two podcasts in one week. Amazing. I uh, just had stuff I want to talk about, so of course I'm going to podcast again. So last night, uh, Biden, uh, President Biden, gave a speech in Philadelphia, and my husband and I sat down to watch it, and we just tuned into like the regular network uh, channels, and they, none of them were playing it. So I said, what channel do you want to watch it on? And he's like, anything but CNN. Well, CNN was the only one that was carrying it. At least that's the way it looked like to me. I didn't check all the channels, but... Um, we watched it on CNN, and I have to say that I was a little surprised by it. This is just like my reaction to his speech. Now, it was all very patriotic. It was very um, against MAGA and uh, Trump. But I felt like the, the speech overall was very political. And I even said to my husband, I said, is he running for re-election already? Um, and then, you know... I agreed, of course, of course, I agreed with everything he had to say, and I thought it was very um, pro-democracy and, and so forth. Um, then we were watching the commentary, literally for the first three minutes after the speech, and CNN said exactly what I said, that this came off as a very political speech, and like he was... Uh, uh, like it was a running you know, his reelection ca- campaign speech or something. Um, and I don't know that that was the best thing to do. I, I don't know. Um, because ev- they were all reacting to it. Lauren, Lauren Bobert said on Twitter, the only thing I heard on, in his speech was that he's resigning effective immediately. And I'm like, honey, she didn't, he didn't say anything like that. Anyway. Um, I don't know. I, I, I I, when I when I we were getting after we watched it and we were getting ready to go to bed, I was like, you know, I'm not so sure that was the best speech that he's ever given, or that it was really um, necessary and um, appropriately timed, I guess. But I will say that I really am so glad that the Biden administration, and I'm talking everything from the Twitter account to the. Um, press secretary to all the people are in this administration are finally standing up to these fucking MAGA people and um, Trump and saying, you know, these are the people who are ruining our democracy. These are the people who are uh, ruining our elections. These are the people who are um, the insurrectionist and, and want to overthrow the government and so forth. Um, I'm just glad that they're, you're speaking out finally, you know, because I've, I've always said that Democrats are wimps when it comes to fighting back against this kind of thing. And especially with the Twitter account this week um, with the student loan thing and how they were pointing out all of the uh, PPP loan forgiveness of all these Republicans and their businesses and calling them out on it. And then, of course, they stopped, all these Republicans stopped saying the thing about student loan forgiveness. Um, Not that I want to get into the student loan uh, forgiveness thing because I'm all for it, first of all. I will say, though, that when I went to college in the 80s, from 82 to 87, I um, got Pell Grants because the, uh, my parents had uh, one, two, three, four, four kids in college at the same time. So um, we got a lot of Pell Grants. Um, Why well, should I say, is it, is it four? No, it was three because my sister had just graduated. Um, anyway, um, the other thing, too, is, and, and lots of people have pointed this out, 
going to college in the early 80s was cheap. I think my college was like $4,000 a year. I, I may have already talked about this, but um, my entire college, I think, was like $16,000. And and I think I only had, um, like, I think it was $4,400 in Pell Grant uh, loans or whatever. And I paid it back in like, I don't know, three or four years. Um, but these are different times, and college is so fucking expensive now. So, I mean, well... I don't, I don't want to go into this topic. That's not, that, that was not the point of this. My point is, is that Biden gave a speech last night that came off as very political. I mean, I love the topic. I love the way he's standing up to MAGA and Trump. But I don't know how uh, appropriately timed it was with the um, stuff going on at Mar-a-Lago and stuff. I, I, I don't know. Anyway, but I don't disagree with it. I totally agree with him. Now, let's move on. Um, coming up on Tuesday, and I probably won't podcast until then because we have a three-day weekend because it's Labor Day weekend. And not that we're, we're not going anywhere or anything, but um, Tuesday, Apple is having, is it Tuesday this, or is it Wednesday? Wait a minute. When is the 7th? They're doing it on the 7th. I need to look at my calendar. Oh, it's Wednesday. So maybe I'll podcast on that day. I don't know. We'll see, but on the 7th, Wednesday the 7th, Apple is going to be introducing, hopefully, the new iPhone 14 and hopefully the new Apple Watch 8, Series 8 edition. Oh, excuse me. Um, Of course, I'll be watching it. And, of course, the minute that you can order these things, I'm going to be ordering ordering them. And I'll tell you why. Because, um, well... People who know me as the Apple, as an Apple, big Apple person, I am currently using the iPhone 12 Pro Max. So, coming up this, you know, next couple of weeks, this phone will be two years old. I skipped the 13 because I don't like um, odd numbers and 13, you know, and all this stuff. I'm, even though I'm not a, um, uh, what's the word, a religious person? No, it's not religion. It's, um, I don't know what it is, but I just I just don't like like I won't buy a car in a year that ends with a one, a three, or a nine. I know it's weird. <laughs> it's like numerology or something, but um, I'm just weird like that. And I like I, I you know when uh, people are going to have babies, I tell them, oh, have it on an even numbered day. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so um, I'm definitely going to be getting the new iPhone 14. I don't care what what it is or what it what the prices I'm getting it and I'm, I will be getting the iPhone 14 Pro Max I don't know what color I don't know what now the thing is I've heard that the size of the storage is going to start out at 200 256 uh, gigabytes so um, if that's the case that's what I'm using now and I definitely have never uh, filled it up so I'm gonna um, stick with that like I'll get the base amount because I don't need anything higher than that. I mean, yes, I'm doing uh, 4K videos sometimes, but um, it I it's temporary. I don't use it. Like, it doesn't stay on the phone. Anyway, so I'll be getting that. And I'm really, really more excited about the um, Apple Watch Series 8 edition because I currently am using a 6, um, uh, the Apple Watch 6. Because I did not upgrade last year because the 7 didn't have anything major, any major changes or anything 
you know, that I was dying to have. So um, I did not upgrade. Plus, I had to replace my six when I was in Tennessee. Um, I guess it was in 2020. It was in 2020 when I was in Tennessee um, helping my mom before she died and staying at my sister's house because uh, unbeknownst to me, the watch at the time had a small crack in the glass and I jumped in my sister's pool with my watch on thinking, oh yeah, you can swim with a watch on and stuff like this. Well, the the watch of course instantly um, started uh, acting up and stuff because water got into the, I guess under the glass or whatever. So the watch died pretty much. So I replaced it. So I, I, that that year alone, 2020, I bought two Apple Watch Series six. So I said I can't I can't upgrade to seven. There's just not enough of a change, and I, this one's pretty much brand new. So um, this, when the eight comes out, I will definitely be upgrading to that. Plus, I think they're going to have. I'm really, 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 really hoping for either. Well, I know that I've heard definitely they're going to try to do a new, like a temperature thing. It can take your temperature. But um, what I'm looking forward to, if they can do it, I don't know what it'll be if, if it'll be this edition, but coming up soon, I wanted to do a blood pressure or um, blood sugar level. Um, I, I don't know how they're going to do that, but I've, I've heard rumors that, that, that those are possibilities. As again, again, I don't think that's actually going to happen on the 8th. But in the near future, those things will be on the Apple Watch, and I look forward to having them. So anyway, on Wednesday the 7th, I will be watching that. And depending on the timing, I might even just do a podcast right after it and, and you know react to it and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. Um, speaking of this weekend, I said that we're not going away or anything Um but we do have a, our last summer concert um, on Sunday night. We, you know, we usually every year we go to Wolf Trap, which is um, the national park for the performing arts in uh, Virginia, and um, we see concerts every year. And Wolf Trap is the actual name of the park and the, the venue, I guess you can say. And um, for those of you who have listening have been listening for years, know that. Um, every summer we go to six or seven concerts. Well, this year we've only been, this will be our third concert because we had all these little traveling things to do this summer. So um, this will be our last one that we've got scheduled and that we have tickets for. And it's Sting. We're going to be seeing Sting on Sunday night. We have seen Sting before and he was amazing. So we're really looking forward to this. It's going to be very crowded and it's supposed to be warm. It's supposed to be in the, um, well, Daytime high is 91 degrees, but um, even by the time we get there, we'll probably be in the 80s. Um, but I'm sure that we will still enjoy it. We we really, really enjoyed it the last time we saw him, so I, I know we'll enjoy it this time. We just have to be prepared for big crowds, uh, sitting in traffic, um, heat, all those things that I hate. <laughs> But we'll enjoy the concert nonetheless. So that's on Sunday night. But for the rest of the weekend, the three-day weekend, we are not going anywhere. We have no plans. Um, it's a, a rare thing that we actually have a weekend free. We, we've been doing something every weekend pretty much the entire summer. Um, like we have no plans to go to wineries. We have no plans to, to hang out with friends. We are by ourselves this weekend. So that'll be a good thing. Plus... Um, 
I saw, I was, you know, I'm, I'm back to watching Good Morning America now because I um, am walking early in the morning. Oh, speaking of that, this morning I got up at quarter till six, 5.45, and did three point, what was it? I have it on, right here on my watch. It was 3.26 miles this morning at 5.45 a.m. Um, it took me almost an hour. I think it was exactly an hour um, to do it. So um, I'm getting better. I think that's like roughly a little bit less than 20 minutes a mile. Um, I just got sidetracked. That's not what I was talking about. What was I talking about? Um, oh, my gosh. What was I saying? <laughs> Hello. I'm going downtown. Where I don't think I have that. Do I have that noise on here? No, I don't have that. No. Shoot, I don't have downtown on this one. Anyway. Um, oh, speak, speaking of that, um, Big Fatty, his podcast today for Friday, um, he had me on his opening. I need to send him a tweet saying thank you. But um, he played that I was going downtown because <laughs> I was listening to, I was catching up on all his shows like I had said. Um, when did I... When's the last, did I podcast on Monday or Tuesday of this week? I think it was Monday. Let's see. Oh, no, it was Tuesday. <laughs> it's Friday already. I'm already podcasting in. But we're in September, so it's a new month. Anyway, um, okay, moving along, because I don't remember where I was going with that whole thing with the walking and um, getting up early and, um, oh, the Apple Watch. I guess I was talking about, no, I thought I had already gone past that. I have no idea. Anyway, we're not going anywhere this weekend except going to our last concert of the summer, staying at Wolf Trap. Now let's move on. So I have a topic on here about what am I watching on the streaming services. Now, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I, at one point I had canceled um, Peacock and Discovery Plus. But um, mid-August, I rejoined them. I think it was mid-August. And... So I've been watching stuff on both of those. Uh, well, not really much on Peacock, but anyway. So just recently, I watched the Princess Diana documentary on HBO because on, what day was it? The 30th, I think it was? The 25th anniversary of her dying in a car accident. And that um, was a really interesting documentary. And I had seen one on Discovery Plus as well. I guess, you know, they were all coming out because it was the 25th anniversary. And that was really good. So um, if you're looking for a good documentary about Princess Diana, do, watch the one that's on HBO. That's really good. Uh, HBO Max, I should say. Um, then I have been catching up on a show on Netflix that I started out watching a couple years ago, and then I let it lapse. But um, the show's called Never Have I Ever. And it's this Indian girl who's in high school. And, you know, basically she goes through all the trials and tribulations of being in high school. Her father dies, she becomes paralyzed, then she gets her uh, her paralyzation, is that a word? <laughs> that goes away. Anyway, um, they have a third season out, so um, I'm currently on the second episode of the third season, but what I did was, because I had forgotten all about the show, I went ahead and watched the first two seasons over again before I started the third season. So now I'm watching that, and it's it's pretty good. It's uh, There's a couple of cute guys on there. Um, so there's that. That's called Never Have I Ever on Netflix. Now, on the Discovery Plus channel or a streaming service, they have the Food Network on there. And my husband really, 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 really likes Julia Child. And they had a 
cooking challenge called the Julia Child Cooking Challenge on the Food Network. Um, but we watched it on Discovery Plus so we wouldn't have to watch any commercials. I'm sure it was on the regular Food Network channel. But um, there, I think there were six episodes. And basically, they had um, all these different guest chefs who were um, judging these contestants' cooking skills and how close to Julia Child they came. So, like, they would have a theme for each one, like Julia Child. Um, she was famous for cooking this omelet live on, well, maybe, I don't think it was live, but on a show. And so, the, like, one of the episodes they had to cook uh, the Julia Child omelet, but give it their own twist. Now, lots of these people were um, from different countries and stuff. So they, like this one lady, I think she was from Cuba. Is it Cuba or Venezuela or I don't know some? Where was she from? I don't. I don't know now. Anyway, she gave it her twist and made it um, spicy and um, I forget all all what she did. But anyway. Um, so they had to put their own twist on different Julia Child recipes, and one of them was the omelet. Then they also did the, uh, what's that chicken, or no, the beef bourguignon uh, dish that she made famous for. And what they would do is they would show clips from the sh- from her, or from Julia Child's cooking show originally, and then those people, then they would describe what they have to do, and then they would go cook, and then they would taste it, and then they would judge. And then they would get rid of, um, you know, a different contestant each each episode, and the lady who was from, I forget where she's from, Brazil, Cuba, I don't know. But she won. She ended up winning. Um, oh, I hope that didn't just ruin it for you. <laughs> Sorry. Spoiler alert. Oh. No. Listen. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, then I just finished yesterday watching I'm a Killer on Netflix. And this is a, this is a documentary, a crime documentary, where they talk to people who have been um, convicted of murder and they're either on death row or they're in uh, prison for life and they talk about what their childhoods were like and then they go into the actual case, who they killed, how they killed them, when they killed them, all this kind of stuff. And then most of these people have been in jail for a long time. Like the, the I think it was the last one I watched. The guy was in prison for like 37 years. Um I just found it interesting. They don't, they're not trying to like um, free someone or, and I think, I think mostly they're trying to get people understand uh, the killer is trying to get people understand what it was like back when he, when he or she did the killing versus where it is now. Like what were they going through back then? Like they had one case where this guy was on drugs and he had um, mental health issues at the time. And he, he had a horrible, horrible childhood um, and not, and he was not trying to make excuses for why he killed this person. But um, when they talked to psychologists afterwards, it, they made it made it realize that his life was leading in that direction that he was going to kill someone. Um, so anyway, it, the, the series is very interesting. And if you're looking for something um, true crime kind of uh, thing, it's called "I'm a Killer" on Netflix. Now, I just saw today on YouTube that on Discovery Plus, they have a new documentary about Army Hammer. Does anybody know him? He was in the movie, Call Me By Your Name, and he's a good looking guy. But um, supposedly like uh, last year, 
in 2021, a whole bunch of women came out um, saying that he, you know, uh, sexually assaulted them, abused them, and um, had these weird sexual things that he liked. And it's the documentary is called House of Hammer, and it's a three-part um, documentary. It says uh, a little description underneath the picture says, "Rape allegations against Army Hammer bring decades of darkness to light." So I'll be watching that. The um, the other that uh, I was talking about the other documentary I saw on Discovery Plus about Diana, Princess Diana, and that one was called Diana, the Person Behind the Princess. Um, that was good. Um, they have a whole bunch of stuff on here. I need to watch some of this. Stuff. Oh yeah, the Trixie Motel. Did anybody watch the Trixie Motel on Discovery Plus? Trixie Motel had uh, opened up a or renovated a old motel in um, uh, Palm Springs, California. And that was kind of cute. I liked all the uh, different renovation stuff that they did. Um, and then I always watch on Discovery Plus on the case with Paula Zahn, which is a good uh, true crime stuff. Um, anyway, so that's what I'm currently watching. I need to know if there's anybody has any recommendations for me because I have... You know, all of these different things like, oops, that's from Netflix. How do I stop that? Okay, I scrolled past it. <laughs> oh, there's a new one called I Survived a Crime. That looks good. I have to look for that. Um, on Netflix, I've watched some of the untold stories. Um, of course, I've watched Heartstopper a million times, although I haven't watched it recently. So I need to go back to that. And I'm still in the middle of watching 13 Reasons Why. I think I'm on season three. Um, I clicked on this one thing called 13, the musical, about this kid who's having his bar mitzvah move to a little town in Indiana. And there's all these, it's like high school kids. Well, 13, I guess he's eighth grade, maybe ninth grade. I don't know. Um, I only watched like a quarter of that movie and then I gave up on it. I'm looking at Netflix right now. Um, I started watching The Unexplained with William Shatner, and that's kind of cheesy. But um, no, there's plenty of other things to watch. Okay, so the streaming services I currently have, Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, Discovery Plus, and Peacock. And I think I'm thinking about going back to Paramount Plus. I'm not sure, though. I, I want to see um, the series on... CBS called Ghosts, but I hate watching commercials. Like it was on last night and I watched it, but I'm like, oh my God, I hate these fucking commercials. They go on and on and on. But then it's like, I, I should really like um, give up cable because I'm watching all these streaming services. I, I mean, we do watch live TV, but not as much as I am doing the streaming services. So um, we won't give up the cable though. I know that because um, we, because my husband liked the tennis channel. We've been watching Serena all this week. Um, he wasn't as excited her winning the second the second round. Uh, I was. I was like, good for you, girl. She's 40 years old. I mean, I'm not a tennis fan, but I ended up watching this with him. The Serena, the last match, uh, not, not last night. That was with the doubles with her sister, but I guess it was Wednesday night. And she's in... Uh, is she in the semifinals? I don't know. But I think she's playing tonight, Friday night, I think. Anyway, so we, we might watch that tonight. I don't know. Uh, 
Anyway, those are the streaming services I have. If there's if there's something that you can suggest that I, oops that keeps going on when you move to the top or you scroll over something, then it starts playing like this. There's one. a boy in there waiting for you. Oh, is it their secret boyfriend or the straight boy crush? I speak in gray to match the shade. That's from Heartstopper. <laughs> uh, let's scroll over the one for Never Have I Ever. You shouldn't wear so much makeup. It'll collect on your mustache. At least I can grow a mustache. <laughs> My doctor says any day now. That was funny. Okay, I shouldn't do that. Anyway, I think that's a uh, relatively humorous show. Um, yeah. Okay, so wait a minute. I've kind of got off track here. Is there anything else on my list? Apple events, streaming services. Oh, oh, I know. I, um, on Twitter, I got a message saying, you now have Twitter circles. And I'm like, what is Twitter Circle and how do you use it? I'm thinking that in my head. And then Baron Frosty uh, tweets. And at the bottom of the tweet, it says, you're part of, um, what's it called? You're part of uh, Baron Frosty's Twitter Circle. And it says, only people in the circle can see these. Uh, so I'm like, oh, so I guess you've, create a group of people to be in a circle. And then when you tweet to them, only those people see it. And only those people see the replies, I think as well. So that is interesting. I need to, you know, I, I haven't set up a circle yet. Maybe I'll set up a podcasting circle. I don't know. But I also saw yesterday that Twitter is testing, editing tweets. And it's about fucking time. How long has Twitter been around? Like, 15 years or something like that, 17 years, I don't know. Um, it would be nice to edit tweets because I have, like I on uh, Tuesday when I posted the episode, I forgot to put the link to the thing, so I had to delete that tweet and then start a new one. I'd rather have the editing feature. That would be much better. Anyway, um, I think that's all I have. So whatever Twitter circles, I haven't started that yet. Okay, well, that is all I have for today. And here we go. I've almost gone 30 minutes. Uh so sorry about that. Although some people who like the longer ones will be fine with that. Okay, so that's all I have for today. I hope you guys have a great um, Labor Day weekend. And um, I'll be back next week to talk about the Apple event and what I'm going to buy for sure. So have a great weekend. And until next time, bye. <laughs>